0: Where are you, men of courage? From Sherwood Pictures and the Kendrick Brothers comes Courageous Legacy. I want to know what God expects of me. I don't feel like I started well. I want to finish well. Celebrating 10 years of impact on fathers and families. Now remastered in 4K, including a new ending and bonus scenes. I believe every father should step up and answer the call and say, I will. I will! Courageous Legacy. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. In theater September 24th. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions. From homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at mediaangels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone, this is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. Well, we are going to talk about megaliths and organization. Have you ever thought about what you're going to do that day? Homeschool? Meals? Laundry? Oh, my. Well, that's how I felt when I was attempting to school my kids as well as complete my other duties. Fast forward, and the kids are grown, and they survived, and so did I. And now I'm going to share great information with you that was so helpful to me while I was working with my kids and trying to manage the household. I want to thank our sponsor, Courageous Legacy. After 10 years, the feature film Courageous has changed so many lives for the better. This time, it comes out as Courageous Legacy. This movie has been remastered, and it includes a new ending as well as some bonus scenes. If you missed the first time it came out, you will want to catch this version. I saw the original movie, and it's another wonderful Kendrick's Brother production. You can find more information at CourageousTheMovie.com. Okay, let's get down to basics. And before we do, let me remind you where the show notes are. You can go to Vintage Homeschool Moms and look for Megaliths, episode 449. Okay, are you a super mom? I really don't try to be, and I just can't do things halfway. I cannot let things go, and sometimes I become a micromanager. Well, truthfully, I'm describing the old me. It was an attempt of trying to homeschool my kids, get healthy meals on the table, and of course, keep up the house until I realized that if I didn't have it on the list, even a ready-made one that I purchased, it wasn't getting done. So today we're going to explore some custom lists as well as a surprise I have for you. And you can find it on the show notes. I'll share with you in a minute what it is. Okay, raise your hand if you have at least one book on the bookshelf, ebook or bookmarked blog or podcast that deals with organization. I'm sure we all have our hands up. In 1998, before my second child was born, I purchased a book entitled The Busy Woman's Checklist. It sounded wonderful. As with any checklist book, there are so many non-applicable things, such as I didn't need to lay out my clothes for the next day for work because I was a stay-at-home mom. I also didn't have to set aside money for tolls or bring a list before I left for work of all the things I needed to do on my way home from work. However, what I did learn was that it had some wonderful categories, and I really liked categories. She had things like daily time savers, managing your life, kids' stuff, finances and record keeping, travel and planning, and medical matters. These categories and others were the ones I would work with short and long term. In the mid to late 1990s to the current time, I have spoken at so many different homeschool conferences. I've hosted conferences on my own, and I've spoken in person at standalone conferences where I was the only speaker, moms groups, homeschool groups, state conventions, online conferences, and hundreds of podcasts. Well, one year, the organizer of the state conference called me and asked, what are moms struggling with? And I said, organization. And I'm not the person to do the talk, but I can recommend someone who can. In all of my years of speaking, there is one question that never changes, and that is, how do you get so much done? I used to answer really flippantly, well, I get a lot done, but none of it's done well. It was meant as a joke, and of course, the person nervously laughed, like, is she joking or not? But the Lord convicted me that that was not the right thing to say. So while I may not be the best person to teach you about organization because I've struggled with it, I hope that you can learn from my struggles. I do get a lot done. And the reason I get a lot done is because I am focused. Even when the kids were home, sometimes I would be focused so much that I wouldn't even hear some of the things that were going around me. And I always thought if I could hear the kids, they would stay out of trouble. Uh, Not so much. Well, before we get started with lists, I want you to look at your own situation. So many times we jump to the best organization list ever without the thought that, well, maybe one size does not fit most. That is why we're going to attempt to do things a little bit differently here. I'm going to talk to you about mega lists, but I'm also going to talk to you about organizing them in a way that it's not going to seem like a megalist. It's going to be much more applicable to you and your family. So first, I want you to analyze your household. Do you work? Are you a stay-at-home mom? Are you on a schedule? Do your kids go to school? Are you homeschooling? Are you taking your kids to lessons? Maybe you're helping with grandkids. Are the kids older, but you still flounder? What is your situation? Here are the three questions I'd like you to answer. Number one, do you have help in the form of a spouse or older kids? I'm not talking about full-time help here. I'm just talking about someone that can help you out at different times. Number two. How many kids do you have under the age of three? And number three, what is it that you need to accomplish each day? If you need to turn off this broadcast, you can and then come back to it. All right, what did you say? Well, let's begin with number one and number two. Since we're not together, I can't help you with this other than to tell you if you don't have help then you are going to have to really look at what you need to accomplish and minimize that list. The second is, if you have kids under the age of three, you really need to think about what you can actually get done while they're awake. And number three, what is it that you need to accomplish? Well, I came up with a list of what you really have to get done each day. And this applies to all households that have kids. Number one, the kids. Our job is to keep them alive if they're younger and to help manage their time if they're older. This can be lessons, homeschooling, or playing chauffeur. So, number one, we have kids that we need to watch. Number two, eat. Food needs to be purchased, prepared, and cleaned up. Those are the only two things you really, really, really have to do each day. Of course, there's lots of other things that we accomplish each day, but if you get those two things done... Kids are doing well, and they've eaten. Give yourself a big hand, moms and dads. The two things that we have to get done each day can be done in a few hours. Are you feeling better about this? Well, I know I did when I looked at the list of what I really had to get done, because that's what I ended up doing. I looked at that and said, I can do this. Of course, we can add lots of other things. I added working from home. You can add chores, cleaning, laundry, shopping, and lessons. These things have to be done at some point during the week, but guess what? You can pick your day. One of the things I have to warn you about is something I struggled with. If I got an idea, for example, I have to go grocery shopping. It was so hard for me to not wait to the end of the day because the minute I got that idea, I thought I had to get it done in order to accomplish anything else. And so sometimes we started with grocery shopping, but when I came home, we put everything away, and then I could focus on the kids, and that was out of the way. You can be flexible and do what works for you. One of the best things I learned from any of the organization or list type websites is that routine is the best thing you can do because then you're on autopilot. You don't necessarily have to look at a list. We have to get up in the morning. We need to do whatever we need to do and then get dressed and or put on a robe and then go find out where the kids are if they're not already jumping on your bed trying to wake you up. So what are your routines? What do you need to get done every day? My favorite lists that work great are adaptable to categories and the way I did it was I took a piece of paper and I divided the page up into categories that remained the same daily and then I would add to this list. I could make copies of my master list each week and then add to it or if I wanted to do it daily, which I did want to get a handle of how I was going to organize my day Then I could just print out five of those papers at the beginning of the week and then add to what I needed to do. For example, on a Wednesday, all of the same things were in my routine, but then I may have had to take a kid to a dentist appointment, or maybe that was the day we were going to grocery shop. So I needed to add that to the list, or maybe someone had piano lessons, or we were going to a sporting event. So those kinds of things can be added, and then you can keep things organized. Of course, there are so many different electronic devices that you can use now that can help you keep yourself organized, and we have a techie podcast on our network that you'll want to check out. So you've got this list. You've got this daily list of things you're doing. You're going to add to it each day if you want to, and then you can get fancier. So I later figured out that I could do what I call now the four square planner. I was doing this for years and never really gave it a name. I'm actually working on a planner that is going to be out with lots of templates for you that you can create your own custom planner. Well, this one page was so much more manageable than making a bunch of lists that I would proceed to lose. So if you can't wait for the four square planner to come out, I have a set that's ready to go now. This is a 12-month printable planner bundle, so you can find that on my website, and it is at MediaAngels.com. You can click on the books link or the store link. I believe it's under the store link on the MediaAngels.com website, and there's also a link in the show notes. But I'm also going to give you something, and that is the template of the Foursquare Planner. So if you go to the show notes, you don't have to give me your email or anything. You can just download it and use it now. It's my gift to you. And I have some other things in there as well. I have a student planner and a homeschool planner and some other things that you um, are free to make copies for for your own family. So again, you can get that at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com and look for this episode 449 Megalist. All right, so how are we breaking up these four headings? So one of the things you can do is, if you don't mind creases in your paper, and I do, uh, which is why I ended up doing it on the computer, you can either fold your paper in half lengthwise and um, in half like a, uh, actually we used to call them the hot dog fold, which is the lengthwise, and then the hamburger fold, which was from the bottom of the page up to the top. So that's where you have your four squares on your paper. And then what are you going to put in your squares? They can be anything. So let me give you an example of one of the squares that I did. Um, I had on here faith is one square, kids is another, school was another, and then household. So under faith, I had pray daily, first time during the day. Uh, So first thing during the day, lunchtime and at night. So I could either circle that day I was going to pray at the beginning of the day, lunchtime or in the evening, and then I would make a plan. So I would make a plan of what I was going to be doing. Um, And then I would read my Bible, take time to listen to God, which was very important to me. And I also have a podcast, A Few Minutes with God podcast that I've created now. But a lot of that comes from my years of just being quiet and praying to the Lord. Next goal, kids. So what are your goals for your kids? You may want to list those down for the week. Do you have some spiritual or character goals for your child? Do you have specific academic goals? You can put that on there. Maybe this week we're going to work on uh, some addition facts, or we're going to work on memorizing the periodic table. Is there something overarching that you want to put down? You're going to assign their chores, which they may already have, and then you're going to plan free time to explore interests or reading. I just interviewed a gentleman who talked about creativity, and he was saying that is the number one thing That is lacking in the schools. And we have the ability, parents, to allow our kids to have some creative time, uh, which is so much more than just arts and crafts, although that's important in music, which again is very important, but it's also the ability to get themselves out of a situation, um, even a crisis, by creative thinking. All right, the next section school. How's it going? Are you following a schedule or a routine? Is it working? If not, what can you change? So many times I would end the year thinking this was a disaster or change books mid-year because it just wasn't working for us. My husband said to me, and this was his great idea, if something is not working, what can you change? One of the things we changed is that not every single math problem had to be completed or I looked at the book and decided exactly what chapters we were going to cover if it was, for example, something that we had covered before in a previous year. Also, what's coming up? Are there some special events? Or are you going to plan for doing a project with the kids? These are things you need to know. We would do things like some fun national holidays. That would give our kids something to look forward to. So each day we'd look at the calendar, and there's lots of online calendars, and the kids could do things like, you know, look at, oh, it's Columbus Day, or it's President's Day, or today is Chocolate Day, or Pasta Day, and so that kind of thing, or even Make a New Friend Day. So uh, there's lots of fun things that you can do. And then you would look at your routine and see what needed to be changed. So you could just put on your under your school section, you know, follow your schedule and just add whatever extra little things are. The next square was household. So that meant monthly meals and planning. And I tried to plan my month out. And so that way I could just go on autopilot. And then weekly menus dealt with pulling things out of the freezer. Um, Anytime I cooked, I would double or triple the recipe and freeze it. So pretty much if it couldn't be frozen, it wasn't going to be something that we could eat. Sure, we could do stuff on the grill. And of course, that couldn't be frozen. But it was so much easier if I knew ahead of time. And then I also had an erasable marker board on my freezer. This is so funny. I just remembered this. I was interviewed for our local newspaper because someone had told them about how I kept track of meals and I did this mega cooking so this is before it was a thing and there were books out there on it and I remember um, the person came to my home and took a picture of my board which really you know it actually still is on my freezer and it's my free I have a big stand-up freezer in the laundry room and you know so it's not as up to date as it was then. But like if you're taking out a package of hot dogs, you cross it off your list and you might have four packs of hot dogs or I might have two trays of lasagna or um, four pounds of ground beef that's already ground up and in you know one pound bags ready to go to make chili or whatever. And so whenever I would take something out, I would cross it off or I would add it to the list and that kept me super organized. Grocery shopping was also on the list when I was going to go. My cleaning schedule, errands, and washing and folding clothes. What I ended up doing with that was, you know, really a godsend to me. I ended up having the kids help fold clothes while I read to them, or we finished up some other school. So another thing I wanted to tell you, and I believe this is in that freebie I have on the website. I did a a four square planner. Uh, party planner. So on those squares, one square said party theme, um, things I had on hand. The other square said to do ahead. The other square said to buy, and the other square said day of the event. So on the freebie I have on the website, you can, uh, like I said, download that for free. Um, it's on, it's in with the show notes, and then leave me a comment. Let me know how you like it. But um, on that. That freebie I sent you, um, or I'm letting you download, you can uh, see some samples of mine already filled in. And I think I did it for like a fall harvest party. All right. Where are we here? Okay. So you have got this four square planner done, and then you can break it up each segment into smaller uh, details or make it this big, huge, long list. So as you can see, I took a master list and I broke it up into categories. You can do this for homeschooling. You can do this for any kind of event you're planning. And another time saver I use is sticky notes. Um, My husband doesn't like anything on the refrigerator. So it's on the side of the refrigerator where you can't really see it. And I have sticky notes for different stores. So for example, if I'm going to the grocery store, I'm writing, you know, if we ran out of something that we get from, you know, store A, I put it on that, but store B, I put the other thing on that. And it's amazing how much better that is than trying to remember or putting it on an app or anything like that, because when we get ready to run to the store, you just take that sticky note or take a picture of it with your phone so you don't lose it and, um, you know, get all the stuff you need. Another lifesaver for me, and please no judging, <laughs> is to order online. Um, my daughter was sick the other day. She sent me a text and she goes, Mom, I'm watching some reruns of baseball games and I just ordered an uh, online order from the grocery store. And she goes, I'm turning into Dad and you <laughs> because my husband likes to watch baseball and I you know, would order um, online. Here's the thing: you can do a mega order. My, do- my daughter does this, and then she goes and picks it up, so that it's all for free. Or you can have it delivered, and some stores charge a fee. Others, if you're buying more than fifty dollars worth of stuff, will deliver for free. You can still tip the person who is is getting the stuff for you, but um, you know, an additional tip is optional. So, where is that mega list that I was talking about? Well. I've just broke down the mega list into specific categories, which makes it organized. You can do this monthly. You can do it weekly. You can even do it daily. I use the Foursquare Planner for um, each week. I had the things that we did every week. If there was something additional, and I did print them each week, I would add to the list. If there was going to be a very busy day, then I would print out a whole nother page, for example, like for a Wednesday. And then whatever it is that we were doing a Bible study or we were meeting up with friends or whatever that was, I would start adding those things to that list on that day. So the subcategories can be even fine-tuned under each one of those. And again, you can add an additional page. Let's say you're going to do mega cooking or mega cleaning. You can have a page just for that. And one of the other things I would remind you is you can slip sheet these things. And you can use a marker on them if you want to, like a, a erasable marker, and that way you're not printing and reprinting. Your additional list will focus on ex- extra categories. For example, one page may be just all household with the squares on cleaning, laundry, grocery, errands, and cooking. Or you can do other things such as put a whole list of things that you like to cook. Um, Recently, I started cooking different things because I was tired of our go-to meals like burgers or Mexican food or Italian food or baked chicken. And what happened was there went my regular grocery list because then I started to add things like stew meat or um, ground beef or some other things that weren't normally on my weekly list. And because I like to mega cook, I also started thinking about things that I can make and prepare ahead of time. There can be additional lists that you keep on a calendar. I set reminders all the time. I add birthdays and appointments to that. I also uh, remind myself of different things. For example, if I have to purchase stuff for a birthday, I might give myself a month ahead of time. Um, Also, you can have things like lists of uh sizes, kids sizes of things for presents or um other things that you need to access. For example, we have um air conditioning running a lot because I live in Florida. So we have a list of the different sizes of filters um, on our phones in our notes section so that when we need to go buy filters, we type in the word filters, up pops that note and we can keep it all organized. I do a lot of stuff on Google calendars. If you have Gmail, that's really convenient. Um, you know, If not, you may want to use another um, app. And you can check out our Techie Homeschool um, podcast for more information because she does a great job. What I've done is I took a huge list. I made it routine-oriented as well as organized under topics on one sheet of paper whenever possible. You can make your paper four squares, eight squares, three squares. It doesn't matter. And hopefully this has helped you. And don't forget to get your free planning sheets on the website. You can go to vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Look for Megalist episode 449. I want to thank our sponsor once again, which is Courageous Legacy, the movie. And if you have a chance, go see that movie and let me know what you think. Uh, You can look it up at CourageousTheMovie.com, which also has airing dates, and hopefully there is a place near you when it will be airing live, as well, of course, as on digital um, that you can watch on your own computer. Friends, i also would like you to do me a favor. We are approaching another network birthday with lots of giveaways and fun plans, so be sure to get on our mailing list, and you can do that by getting on our list at ultimate homeschoolpodcastnetwork.com, and then you can look for that subscribe up at the top, and we send you weekly emails that tell you what is going on, as well as free character planners that I give away each month. And if you stay on our mailing list, you'll end up with the entire set. If you miss uh, one one or two, you can order the set online. Well, thanks so much. I appreciate you guys and listening in. And if you would, share this podcast with a friend, give it a star rating, and leave me a comment on the website. Take care, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com. And the Vintage Homeschool Moms dot com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the ultimate homeschool radio network.